This is Shuja Rabani, and you are listening to the Pod Your Heart Out podcast. I believe that the right to work in a safe and healthy work environment is everyone's human right. A workplace where there is humanity in human resources and a place where leadership leads by example. Join me in today's conversation if you see yourself as an advocate for that kind of workplace. What do you do if you are given a nickname at workplace by someone who is just not able to pronounce your name? Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is sometimes referred to as microaggression because sometimes when people have certain biases towards your culture or where you come from or they have some preconceived notion about who you are or where you come from based on your ethnic origins or the region or nationality, whatever it might be, that's referred to as microaggression in some instances. Now, in this particular episode, I want to speak to you about microaggressions in workplace. And first of all, because it is so subtle, a lot of the times people don't even notice what that is. And it's very important to understand that actually microaggressions can sometimes root from uh, racism. It can sometimes, you know, um, box people into certain categories. And ultimately, it's something that's just not healthy. So if you want to create a healthy work environment, that's the kind of thing that you want to be very mindful about and make sure that anybody who is, for example, calling someone names or giving someone a specific um, label for whatever reason it might be, that we, of course, as it is, it's, it's bad behavior to begin with. But at the same time, sometimes even if it's very, very subtle and very innocently put in uh, into a conversation or made in reference to people in the workplace, the root cause of it, the main reason behind it could be something that's much more serious. And it can lead to people feeling isolated. It could lead to people feeling like they're being targeted or they're being looked down upon. Whatever the reason might be, microaggressions are one of those things that we need to be very mindful about in the workplace. Now, the thing with microaggressions is that they are not as visible or as open, for example, in some instances where you have racism, where you can really point it out and say, look, this was clearly a case of racism or a case where somebody was sidelined for whatever reason. Microaggressions are much more subtle, which makes them very difficult to pinpoint and to kind of like, you know, get to the root of it and and expose them out and tell people that, look, these kind of words, language, labeling people is what is referred to as microaggression. And the root of microaggression can also stem out from racism or people's internal beliefs. It could be, you know, unconscious um, ignorance. You just never know what the reason might be. But what is important to understand is that having microaggressions in the workplace does lead to people feeling isolated. It does lead to people feeling targeted for whatever reason. And these are some of the things that we're going to talk about today. I decided to talk about microaggressions in the workplace today because I came across an article on NBCNews.com and I am going to put the link for this complete article under the description of this podcast. So please make sure that you have a look at it whenever you feel like. It'll give you some context around the topic that I'm talking about today. But that's only one article. Now, this particular article is on Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling, as some of you may be aware, is a highly successful Hollywood actress. She is of South Asian descent. And in this article, the writer basically explains the story that uh, Mindy was asked on Twitter by a Twitter user how she came about giving her kids 
Catherine and Spencer as, as their names and whether they were given any South Asian middle names. So Mindy came back and stated that, yes, actually, she did give her kids South Asian middle names as well. And her original name for Mindy Kaling herself, her original name is Vera Mindy Chukalingam. I'm not sure if I've pronounced that correctly, but this is part of the problem that where people are unable to pronounce certain names and where people are unable to pronounce the names at all, they end up giving names that people feel comfortable with. Now, certainly that's part of the reason why she has given herself the name of Mindy Kaling for herself to be able to fit into the Hollywood um, industry. Now, in the workplace, it can come in many different forms. Uh, from personal experience, what, where I have observed people expressing microaggressions towards others is, for example, when a man was asked to wear his purse is. Now, of course, the person questioning this individual was making a reference or there was a connotation to the language that implied that this individual is not as masculine as other men or that this individual is, um, you know, not as straight as other men. So regardless of how it is stated, whether it's meant in a completely innocent manner, whatever it might be, what we need to be very mindful of is the language and how it's used in the workplace, because this is where problems start. This is where people will feel isolated and you tend to notice how workplace becomes toxic because of the language that is being used towards certain individuals. Now, with the example that I just gave, which, by the way, is a real life example, something that I have personally witnessed um, in terms of noticing someone displaying microaggression towards their colleague. What's important to understand is that the person asking the question or displaying the microaggression behavior, they might well be they might as well be someone who is completely unaware. They may have absolutely no awareness about how their use of their their choice of words, their use of language, how is it impacting the other person? And from a communication point of view, how is it actually being received? So the question really comes down to one thing. How do we as HR practitioners, diversity and inclusion managers, or uh, training managers, how do we help spread the message, get the message across to our employees and and help people understand that the choice of words that they use, the language that they might use, how could it actually impact individuals of a certain group and how is it received, which might be categorized as microaggression in the workplace. So the first thing would be, of course, giving real life examples, picking up examples where certain words which are used towards a group of people are not acceptable. That's the first start. And secondly, I think continuous awareness around the importance of self-educating ourselves and also mixing ourselves and really extending a hand as uh, not just as a friend, but also as an ally in the workplace to really make the conscious effort, intentional effort in getting to understand, um, you know, how do other people feel from their point of view when uh, certain terms or languages language is used in in the workplace and how do how do other people feel people from other groups how do they feel so we need to really help each other and support each other by raising that level of awareness that being mindful in terms of putting ourselves in the shoes of other people and really seeing things to the extent possible from their point of view to understand how do people get impacted you know how does it end up having 
um, an effect on someone's mindset, on their on their feelings, on their um, on their on their motivation when when coming to work if they are being perceived in a certain way because of uh, somebody's use of language or or just you know the terms that are being used in the workplace. So it's it's something that I think we will need to continue keeping a pulse on because microaggression, unlike racism, as I mentioned earlier on, is not really um, always very overt. It's a very covert form of unconscious bias that we need to consistently be aware of and, and make a very intentional effort in keeping ourselves on top of this. So if you have any other stories that you would like to share, I would love to hear from you. You can reach out to me on info at podyourheartout.com. And for more information and resources, you can always visit www.podyourheartout.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, have a wonderful day.